Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Which players get a boost in daily lineup leagues? Find out next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Saturday, March 12th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Chris Towers. And let's start all the way up at the top, Chris. Shohei Otani was amazing last year. However, in this format, he may be worth the number one overall pick. What say you? Yeah, like there are there are concerns about injury with him is the biggest thing. I think as long as Shohei Otani's healthy in this format, he's absolutely at least a contender for the number one pick. And and frankly, if he plays a whole season, he's going to be the number one player in this format just by the the sheer math of his contributions. I mean, you're getting 80% of his hitting production, which I think we would probably assume would be 30 homers, probably, uh, maybe 10 stolen bases, 80 runs, 80 RBI, something like that. And then you're getting 100% of his pitching. So you're getting, I don't know, 140 innings, 160 strikeouts, a low three ZRA, good whip, 10 wins. Like, it's just really hard to get away from this. This is just, just kind of highlights how valuable he is in fantasy and also in real life. Like the fact that you get all of that from one roster spot is, is just incredibly valuable that it basically gives you an extra roster spot. That's so valuable that. Yeah. I think the only argument against Shohei Otani as the number one pick in a daily lineups or daily transactions league is just the added risk of being a pitcher and a hitter or, you know, a base runner as well. So that I think he has a higher baseline level of injury risk than any position player, but I think on the whole, he's worth the number one pick. As somebody who had Shohei Otani in multiple weekly lineup leagues last year where I couldn't reap the benefits of both his hitting and his pitching, it was incredibly, incredibly frustrating, and I wish I could have. So if you play in a daily lineup league where you can get both of those, the hitting and the pitching stats from Otani, I think he's worth the number one overall pick. How about... Chris, some players with worrisome splits, I think they also see a boost in this format. Someone like a Jesse Winker or a Jared Walsh, they struggle against lefties. You could bench them in this format when they're scheduled to face a lefty and then just reap all the benefits of what they do against right-handed hitters, uh, right-handed pitchers, rather. And I think Colorado Rockies hitters. So, you know, you could play them when they're at home, you know, some of those fringe guys, and then bench them on the, on the, when they're on the road. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think the, the platoon split guys are the ones to focus on from just an individual standpoint. I mean, Jared Walsh had a very good season last year, hit over 30 homers, had a 98 RBI in 144 games. He was, sorry, 29 homers. He was the third worst player among qualifiers against left-handed pitching. I mean, that's that's pretty remarkable for a guy who, on the whole, was had a 127 weighted runs created plus. Against lefties, it was 48. So he absolutely crushed righties, an OPS right around 1,000. And he was pretty much worthless against lefties. You got nine home runs, and that was basically it. Um, 
And I'm not sure I would count on nine home runs. You've also got someone like Austin Meadows, who potentially loses playing time against lefties. You've got um, Michael Conforto. It's mostly left-handed hitters. Brandon Lau's another one. You know, these are all guys who... Jesse Winker is a really good example as well of guys who you probably don't want in your lineup against lefties because they're just not going to help you very much. Low batting average, little power. And so, yeah, if you can have a Luisa Rios or a Jake Cronenworth or a Ty France, guys with multiple eligibility who can not just fill in for these guys because you don't want to just use one roster spot for a left-handed uh, masher, but guys who can slide in wherever you need them. I think that's the way to go about it. And yeah, Jesse Winker, uh, Jared Walsh, probably more valuable in a daily lineup format. The last group, Chris, that I wanted to touch on here are these hybrid pitchers. Pitchers who have a lot of upside, but we don't necessarily know whether or not they're going to be starters or relievers for their respective mm-hmm. teams. But Michael Kopech, Tanner Houck, Aaron Ashby, those are all names that stand out to me. What do you think about maybe boosting them in daily lineup leagues? I think that makes sense because, you know, in a full week, you may not know whether they're going to be in the rotation because those decisions could be made after your lineups lock. But in a daily format where it doesn't really matter whether they're starting or whether they're relieving, you're going to get their points because what you should be doing is with what all the relievers that you have on your roster. And I think you should have more middle relievers in a uh, daily lineups format because you just throw them in there when you don't have starters going. You're going to get all of their numbers. And someone like Kopech, that could be 120 strikeouts, a low threes, high twos ERA. And he could end up being a top 50 pitcher just in, in that format, just because you get all of his stats. You don't have to worry about when he's going to be starting and when not. So I think middle relievers, closer, you know, setup men who occasionally close are more valuable. But yeah, those, those swing men as well um, are, are very valuable in this format. Garrett Whitlock, another name I would throw in sure. that mix. He could, his range of possibilities is the closer for the Red Sox to maybe even being one of their best starting pitchers. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in five. We'll be back again on Monday morning. Bye bye. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.